Gather your geek. It's time to head out for our road trip across America that will scare your pants off. Along the way, with your hosts, you'll be setting up camp in some of the scariest places they can find. Discover each episode a cryptid, a haunting, and a strange encounter. Climb aboard a cryptid camper if you're brave enough. Take it away, Tom. Hi, guys. Live from our cryptid camper, I'm Tom, here with my good friend, Shay. And we'd like to thank you for joining us in Season 1, Episode 12. 23 of the Scare Your Pants Off, our American Road Trip podcast. On today's episode, we are setting up camp in Delaware. So, how are you doing today, Shay? I'm doing, I'm doing really, really good. I, um, I, I actually had fun researching Delaware, but uh, I, I found it, I found it to be pretty tricky, actually. How did, how do you feel like you made out? Yeah, a little bit tricky. Um, just real quickly, I'll talk about it. I uh, so I had the haunts this week, and you know, it's there's a lot of haunts there, but like I try, I've been trying to go for stuff that's maybe not in a house or not in a hotel because I feel like we've done those a lot. Um, so I found a really cool story about this place called Idalia Manor, and it, it this story had everything from uh, you know. Pe- so, I mean, and I shouldn't, I don't mean this disrespectfully, but I had suicide, people going crazy, experiments, possible zombies, everything like this. And great story. I did it. I have a bunch of notes on it. And then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, I got to verify some things. It turns out I couldn't verify a thing in it. Like, I, 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 think, I think the guy was real. The fact that his daughter committed suicide was real and um some of the stuff that he did but like most of it i could not be verified because it turns out this place is actually like a a really huge haunted park that opens up in the fall for halloween season and stuff and uh called frightland it's part of so i was really bummed because the story was awesome (laughs) but like i said i couldn't verify so i ended up going different so Long story short, yes, I agree with you. Delaware was tough. Delaware was tough. I so, feel like that's a glowing advertisement, though, for that haunted attraction. That's like that's like a absolutely glowing advertisement for them because that's. I mean, how cool is that? How awesome is your haunted attraction that like it it completely had you like, oh my gosh, this is terrifying, and you're not even there, and you're like, this is a scary story, and that's awesome. Yeah, I would. I sometime we try to get down there. It's in uh, Delaware, uh, Middletown, I believe. Delaware. Yep, Middletown, Delaware. It looks like a blast. This haunted park. It would be a lot of fun to do. So, definitely. So, you uh, watch anything good recently? You know what I checked out, and um, I can't remember if I told you about it or not. Um, but I started watching. It's it's horror horror esque. But it's a really, uh, really kind of cool show on Netflix, and the episodes are really short. But it's called Oats Studio. Okay. And um, it's every episode is just a different situation. It's uh, like some of the episodes are like post-apocalyptic and like maybe how the apocalypse happened. Um, some of it is about like like robot testing on humans, 
And uh, there's one that it's, <laughs> it was, it was gross. It was like a little gory, but it was, um, but it was so funny. And it was infomercials for stuff that obviously would never really be sold in real life. And um, it's just, it's, it's so funny. So I don't want to give too much detail because obviously there's short episodes and I don't want to spoil an episode either, but oh my gosh, if you're ever on Netflix and you're bored and you just want to watch a quick little something here and there, check out a couple of the episodes of Oat Studio. I'm definitely going to check it out. That sounds really cool and right up my alley. Right up it. I'm what about you? You watch anything good? So, yeah, I, I watch a lot and it's with my schedule working nights, it's like sometimes I fall behind on a lot, but what I'm gonna right now I'm obsessed with a bunch of shows that are based on podcasts and um and it seems like all the best shows right now are based off of podcasts. There was Inventing Anna, which I watched you know a few weeks back, which was great with um the uh, I forget her name, but she was in Ozark, the the blonde Ruth, yeah, Ozark. yep, Ozark, great show. Um, then there was the Dropout about uh uh what's her name um she was she created elizabeth um god why is her last name um i'm drawing a blank but she was the creator uh her company was theranos uh the blood company and she was supposed to revel revel elizabeth holmes okay and and, uh a, a revolution like how we take blood in this, uh, uh, you know, it, she was, you know, instead of getting a normal needle arm, it was just going to be a prick, you know, one or two drops of blood could tell you the same as a whole vial of blood. And, you know, things go off the rails. She's, you know, it became a big scam. She scammed a lot of people. People got hurt because these tests weren't accurate and she was lying about them saying they were. And it was telling people they had HIV when they didn't or they didn't when they did. And just it was a really crazy story that's still happening right now. She was found guilty. And I believe we're waiting on sentencing right now for her. And so that's a really cool one based on the podcast, The Dropout. And then The Girl from Plainville, which is about Plainville, Mass, right around us. The yep. girl that got her boyfriend to commit suicide through phone, through text message, uh, starring Elle Fanning, based on the podcast, The Girl from Plainville. Excellent, excellent show. Elle Fanning's excellent. She's and amazing, yeah. She's so good in this role. And, um, girlfriend oh and then the thing about pam with renee zellweger and some people don't like the, the you know they say it's oh, too too um like almost out of this world but it's pretty accurate to the true story and and uh but i get it because part of the format they format it different than a lot of shows it's got it's very podcasty feel the way they do they have like, like a voiceover in the beginning of the episodes and stuff hmm. kind of podcasty and uh I'm loving that. So those are just some of them. I, I'm watching others, but check out any of those. Though, if you because I know you're into true crime, like I am. I am. And, and uh, yeah, these are all true crime stuff. So it's very, very, very good stuff. Very cool. I'm gonna definitely check them out. Yeah, they are worth. They are worth it. So, well, I think today you have a cryptid. Time for the cryptid. I do, I do. And um so 
I feel so. Have you seen Wayne's World? Mm-hmm. I feel, and again, I've I've actually uh, briefly been in Delaware. I've driven through Delaware, and it's beautiful. And there are so many things that you'd want to visit in Delaware, and seeing the history is just, it's amazing. But for the cryptids and the and the strange encounter that I had, I was left feeling like like Wayne and Garth when they were filming their little uh, their little show, and they were like, "We're in Delaware." I don't know. It, I was struggling to find really much and as far as the strange encounter goes all i could find were like little tidbits of um we saw lights in the sky there might have been lights in the sky there was a blue light in the sky there's a yellow light in the sky but there was no meat to any of the stories no real descriptions not even names and um the locations were vague at best mm. and no idea how many people saw anything or anything so i'm gonna go a little bit of a different route Ooh, so nice. Very cool. Um, Delaware has very few cryptids. And actually, they didn't have their first Bigfoot sighting until the early 2000s. Bigfoot. That's crazy to me, right? Wow. Wow. So in typical me fashion, I did notice something with two of the cryptids that I did stumble across. So I'm going to talk about two different cryptids today. I'm going to talk about one now, and then I'm going to wait to talk about the other one until after Tom talks about his hunt. And then um, if you don't already know by that point where I'm heading with it, first of all, you don't know me very well. And second of all, uh, you will shortly after. Um, so I'm going to start talking about the deer man, which. Ooh, okay, I'm here. Yeah. I have never heard of the deer man. So it, the name kind of fits. And just like uh, I think a couple episodes ago, we were talking or maybe even last episode, we were talking about the. Uh, Bat Squatch. I like when a name actually, like, this is what it is. Yes. So the deer man is described as being gigantic. Uh, he's bipedal, uh, part stag, part human. Um, huge antlers coming off of his head. Now, if you know me, you already know where I'm going. You, and if you can't see my face, if you happen to be watching my YouTube video, my smile is quickly approaching my earlobes, and I'm super excited already. I, um, I know where this is going. <laughs> nice. Um, so the the torso often is considered to be human-like, and the legs are also considered to be human-like. In some cases, it's said that it looks like a full-on deer standing standing up, even with the torso and the legs, but most of them actually say it's more human in the torso and legs than anything. Okay. So uh, there's another description of this, and I can't... And I, I get how you could see this. I also can't fathom in a scary situation being like, wait, let me check this out real quick. Um, one of the descriptions is that it's extremely muscular. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know a lot of experiences with different cryptids. If people are like, hold on, let me just, let me, uh, hmm, yep. I'm going to oh, check that, that out. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> It's it's just I mean and good for the deer man I guess it's I don't know um, but those balls I think they really sit there and check out like can I can I get a feel of the packs or like I don't know what you're doing here but it's yeah it's exciting <laughs> um, they're said to be extremely fast and some believe that it can transform into the deer man from um, from a normal deer 
but most believe that that's actually not the case, that it is always this dear man. So there are numerous sightings of the dear man and most of them, most of them are off in the distance. So you silhouette, a shadow, uh, almost always running or um, like kind of just seen between trees. Um, however, one small group of people, it's a boy, his father and his grandfather um, were on the edge of the woods and they were rushed by one. Ooh. It ran at them and it, and the grandfather stood his ground. The balls, I can't even, right? Yeah, those older guys, they're so tough too. Like, it always, it, like I could just picture this guy just being like, bring it. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> to my pleasant surprise though, you know what they didn't do? What's that? They didn't shoot at him. Like every other cryptid, this time they did not shoot at him. Yeah, it's guy. If you if you're a newer listener, you don't you might not know this. Go back and listen to him. It's very common for these people on first sighting of these people just to start opening fire on them, just like I don't know what that is, so I'm gonna shoot it. It's like even so if it's not approaching them, they yes. shoot at it. Yes, so that is very refreshing to hear. <laughs> it really is. So when, um, like I said, the grandfather stood his ground and this creature stared at him and just gave him like the, the eyes and whatnot. And then all of a sudden just turned and walked away. Wow. And that was it. That was, that was the encounter. It turned and it left. Now, again, didn't chase him, didn't shoot at it, didn't any of that stuff. And it's, but can you, I, it's, if you think of how big this thing must be, I mean, it's, it's, it had to have been so scary to be a kid and seeing your grandfather, like, like nose to nose with this thing, he would be my freaking hero. Yeah, that's, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and for it to just walk away, calmly walk away, wow, crazy. So, um, most sightings are by campers or hunters or hikers, because it's always like in the woods or in wooded area. Um, and a couple of the occurrences that one of these things was seen, um, they hear a loud scream, uh, akin to that of a banshee. And um, I know how much, I, I know how underused banshees are in a lot of things and, and how very rarely you hear about it. And I know it, it's such a cool addition to it. Yes, love it. So the depictions, a little more detailed, often talk about the torso looking like there is torn flesh, um, the, that the ribs are barely, uh, nearly bare, like almost almost coming through. And it's a lot of times is accompanied by a burnt smell or, and it also has glowing or uh, distinct red eyes. So, um, yep, that's, I'm gonna leave it at that. Uh, that's the deer man, and I'm gonna I'm gonna zip my trap and say nothing else until uh, until the next part. I so I loved it, and I I have a feeling I know where you're going with it, and I'm not. I will talk more on the other side. Just a few things I love. I like you said the banshee aspect. I love it. Way under underreported cryptid, and um, you know I know like 
especially in the United States, it's not a common one. I, I believe in like Ireland, the United Kingdom, you hear a little bit more about banshees and stuff because uh, it's a little more ingrained, especially within the Irish culture ingrained in there. Um, so I, I love that because it's just I'm fascinated by band. Always have been. I remember just from being a kid and uh, Scooby-Doo. And a lot yeah. of times the bad guy within it, the haunt within it, which you always found out was a person, would, but a lot of them were like banshees and stuff. So yeah. I love that. And just the description, I I, I love it. Um, love the story about the old man. Like, because I, I just think of these these guys, the older guys from a different generation, they're just tough as nails, even, even at the age of 90, you know? Like, yeah. I, because I could picture that guy being 90 and just being like, bring a deer, like, man. Bring a deer, man. Let's see what you got. I'm, so I'm, badass. I love I'm it. From the greatest generation. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm excited for our conversation. I don't want to talk too much because I'm excited for our conversation on the back end here. So, but I'm pretty sure I know where you're going with a lot of those descriptions because it's, uh, Especially as soon as I heard the word antlers, uh, I was like, okay, I can see this. So, so anyway. Time for the hunt. I had the haunting this week. And I, I at the top, I kind of went through my my disappointment as because uh, that other story was great. But this one's great, too. Much shorter, but uh, it's still a really cool story and again i've been trying to find stuff that's not just like a typical house or hotel or something like that because those are great don't get me wrong but i feel like we've done a lot of them so it's like i'm really drawn to like the highway with the hitchhikers stuff like that so this one is called or uh have you ever heard of maggie's bridge no very out of the box though i'm excited yeah i was drawn to this so Maggie's Bridge is located in Woodland, Delaware. So the story goes that in the late 1800s, a young, pregnant Mary Bloxham, and that's B-L-O-X-O-M, was traveling by horse and carriage down Woodland Church Road about a mile south of the Woodland Ferry Landing. When the carriage was crossing a bridge that went over a small narrow part of the Nanticoke River, the horse got spooked. So much so that it reared back on its hind two legs and went over the side of the bridge, pulling the carriage with it. The accident was so horrific that the horse was killed instantly, the carriage was destroyed, and the young, vibrant, pregnant Mary Bloxham was decapitated. So sad. Pregnant woman. Um, so that's essentially like the story of the accident. And now I'm going to talk a little bit about like the haunts because I, 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 they're pretty interesting and it's, uh, it's a little different. So the Local legend has many different versions of what happens when you call out to Maggie from the bridge. But the most common version is that if you go to the bridge during the witching hour 
And for those of you who don't know, the witching hour is uh, that hour from midnight to 1 a.m. It's considered the mm -hmm. witching hour. Um, and, and so if you go to the bridge during the witching hour and call out Maggie, Maggie, Maggie. So you say her name three times. You will hear hooves on the roadway coming towards you, coming towards you on the bridge. So then if you call out a second time, Maggie, 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 again, you got to say it three times, you will see a shadow in the figure of a human come out of the woods near the bridge. And then if you call out a third time, Maggie, 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 again, three times, Maggie's ghost will emerge from the woods with her head in her hand, wanting you to reconnect it and wanting you to bring her back from the dead. So one local resident who claims to have witnessed this and done the whole calling out to Maggie claims that, and this is in their own words, Maggie, Maggie can be seen best on the night of a blue moon. When her name is called, a strong breeze comes whistling through the trees, accompanied by little flashes of lights that look like lightning bugs. So I thought that was kind of, it's almost poetic sort of description of what happens. Yeah. Uh, and then just some of the other strange things that happen in the area that are supposedly tied to Maggie is that um, people claim that their cars start to act strangely on and or near the bridge. They'll uh, die suddenly, won't start, shift in and out of gear, shift between gears, park to drive to whatever. Or, um, and some have even claimed that you know, cars, they shut off their car completely because they're going to get out in a minute or two to go check out the bridge and that their car will just start moving while they're in park and it's and the car shut off. So that's scary. Yeah. And that's essentially it for Maggie. So it's a short one, but I thought it was a pretty cool one. So and I, I love so I love anytime we do a haunt that has a ritual i i love it i i just i think it's so cool i have to ask though and i don't know that i've ever actually asked you this would you do it this one i would yeah this one i would there's all the ones that we like i remember one you talked about where they like drove backwards around some, like a, a tower and then you actually see lucifer yeah, I'm yep. probably not yep. going to do that. I'm, yep. I'm, yeah, like, like, I'm not trying to, um, I no. hang out with the king of hell. I am just, I'm just not, it's not, but this, I, I might, because, I mean, she does come up to you, but it sounds like it's very gentle, you know, it's, she just wants you to, the, even on the third time, it's just, she wants you to reattach her head or, uh, you know, somehow bring her back to life. It doesn't seem yeah. any way um, malicious or malevolent or something. Um, so I, I think I would. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was what kind of drew me in, these sort of games or whatever. So yeah. what about you? Would you? So I, I think I agree with you. And I think I think with specifically this one yes i would probably i would probably do this because it doesn't seem malicious it doesn't seem 
harmful. Yeah. Um, when it comes to, yeah, no, I know which one you're talking about. I definitely wouldn't do that because I also don't think I have the skill to drive backwards around a building like that. Yeah. To top it all off. But, um, but then, then my mind automatically goes to, um, one of the one of the biggest games when it comes to like haunting and stuff like that. What was the elevator game? Would you do the elevator game? That one I go back and forth on. Um because like I you know like I, I really want to do it just to kind of see, especially after all the publicity you got after the Alyssa Lamb out in yep. LA at the hotel and everything like that. So, um, and then the evil episode mm-hmm. that, you know, so oh, that was great. It's coming back soon. I know. I can't wait. I'm excited. Uh, uh, a couple weeks, I think. Right. Or something. So, um, but, uh, so that one, I, I that one, I go back and forth on. I, um, because I, I would really, like, one, know if it's real, but then I'm really afraid of getting stuck in a different dimension. Well, yeah, because, like, like, at that point, like, you get into an elevator, and you're like, okay, I'm going to try this, and there's, like, there's, like, a list of steps. Yes. Like, and you you don't have to be very far in before you realize, well, shit, this is working. What do you do? Like, yeah, I, I don't, you can't really just stop, and then, but now you know it's working, and I don't I don't know that I would ever have I don't know that it would ever happen to me to try it. Like I want to, literally, like you, like the, the the curiosity is absolutely there. But I think when push comes down to shove, and again, I'm I'm scared of very few things, but I think if push came down to shove, if I get in an elevator, I'm not, I'm, just, I'm not, probably not. I I'm gonna want to, and I'm gonna talk big like I'm gonna, and I might hit a floor just to just to not let my friends see me get off the elevator in fear. Yeah. But like, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that I. I don't know that I could like just just in case. Yeah, I, that, like I said, I go back and forth. Maybe with a group of people, I'd try it. But I, you know, I see. Can't. I thought you were only supposed to try it with one person, though. I think that's that's what I was just about about to have that caveat because I do I don't think you're allowed to do it with a large thing. I think I think at most it's one person. I think most of the time it's supposed to be alone. So I, yeah, I don't know. So what about? bloody mary can't no nope i I cannot i absolutely uh well so i have Mm -hmm. uh when i was little and um so well first how about you could you do it so i did when i was little real quick story it was i have very large family we're irish and just breeders it just everybody's got a million kids and I, uh, you know, from most of the major holidays, like Christmas, Easter, or whatever, we would go to my grandmother's, and it would be all the cousins, and there's like fifty something first cousins, and almost all all girls too, almost all. There's like four boys out of all the like fifty something of it. The rest were girls. But uh, I remember one time with my cousin Shannon, Jen, and Lauren, um, all and Lauren's girl as well, because uh, I know that name can go either way, uh, mm-hmm. and so for Shannon actually. Um, so, uh, we went and then I think a couple other cousins, we went into my grandmother's bath, grandparents' bathroom, turned off all the lights. And I think there might've been just a candle or something, uh, going. And now this is, you know, eighties in 1980s dating myself, but, uh, we did it and there was 
a weird on um, after the third one there was like this weird flash or green light that i noticed or something there was like a weird flash and i don't know what it was i i i i, I don't know if it was some from the candle or whatever or maybe it was a night light in there or something but all the girls got freaked out and mm-hmm. ran out screaming ran out of there screaming i didn't definitely didn't see a face but something like at the top of the mirror in like one of the top corners don't know what it was and they were freaked out wouldn't even go back in that bathroom for the rest of the day or anything like that um i don't know what it was and that's my one experience yeah so okay what about you so um i was probably a little bit older than you i was uh junior like late junior high maybe um like eighth ish grade um and it was me and two friends um uh, one of my best friends i would trust with my life at the time um and uh one and one of his friends so we go into the bathroom and the i forget why we were there we were just hanging out it was like a bunch of us but the three of us were like yeah we're gonna try it like we were probably watching horror movies because that's yes what i do and it's what everybody does who hangs out with me so um like yeah fuck it we're gonna try it so we go into the bathroom and we close the door now i'm gonna explain to you so when i walk into the bathroom the toilet's right here there's a sink and then looking straight ahead when you walk in the door is the bathtub the shower curtain was open i need to say that because it is very important that you know the shower curtain was open um there was a um small little cabinet that towels were in but it was not big enough for anyone to fit in and then on the right hand side uh, behind the door was like a shelf okay. like it had three three or four ish shelves it was like a corner shelf and there were like little trinkety hummily looking things on it okay so with that being said uh we go into the bathroom and we close the door and we're now facing the sink so those shelves are behind us the bathtub is to the right i am in the middle i have my best friend on my right hand the other friend who I can't even remember who it was, honestly, uh, on the other side. And we are holding hands, looking in this mirror with the lights off. I can't even see the mirror, but I can just kind of see that it's there because there is a window. So there's a little bit of a glare, but I can't really make anything out. And I already don't want to do this. I am now in the bathroom, but I can't look like a baby mm-hmm. in front of these people because it i just can't so i'm gonna do it now we hold hands and we say it and we go bloody mary bloody mary and i'm actually not even gonna say it a third time because i don't want to um <laughs> that's how much is affecting me I get it. and um so we said it and then nothing happened for like a couple seconds and then all of a sudden it got darker like but it doesn't make sense how it got darker like outside didn't change it, okay. it was nighttime. There was no real light coming in other than the moonlight. You could still see that, but like the area around us got darker. I am still holding both their hands, and the shelves behind us are far enough away that one of us can't just go like this and grab. So, um, and neither of them moved. There was no one else in the bathroom loose, and all of a sudden I hear like something drag across wood, like a like a dragging across wood sound. And then something pegged me in the back of the head and hit the ground. And hit me hard in the back of the head and then hit the ground. I'd be out. No, yeah, we were done. We were out. We (laughs) we vacated. 
<laughs> um, couple minutes go by and we're like, I, like I checked, I wasn't bleeding or anything. I had a little bit of a lump, nothing bad. Um, we turned the light on, didn't go in, but we turned the light on and we looked. And one of the little uh, like figure, I can't remember what they're called, but like, she had little like, those like little like people statue thingies. Like and figure. one of them was on the floor and that had to have been what hit me. Oh my God. Now, these things were set far enough back on the shelves that they're not just going to fall. There yeah. was no stamping, no wind, no nothing. And it and I heard it dragging across the wood like it was sliding off the shelf. That's, yeah. No, I would have been gone. Done. Done. Yep. That's, that's creepy. And I and I understand why you don't, you won't do it again. Because like that, that's enough for me. As soon as, as soon as you said you heard the dragging, I was like, I'm out. I'm, I'd be gone. <laughs> I, I hear that. I'm, Later guys. <laughs> I don't even think it is funny because like we heard it and I don't think any of our minds put it together. Like we didn't like we heard it and I remember like reacting. We were like, what the, you know, whatever. And like, I'm still kind of trying to stay fixed on the mirror because I'm scared that that's where it's coming from. Whatever it is, what's going to get us. And um, yeah, no, it, it's, it's funny how, how fast it all actually happened but how everything seemed to slow down at the same time. It was very strange. That's but... creepy. That's totally creepy. Oof. <laughs> All right. Oof. Well, I feel like we've gotten very off topic, but I do love that. Yeah, that's okay. Um, I'm excited to talk about my next cryptid. Do it. Time for the strange so I want to talk about, I'm going to spell it first. It's M-H-U-W-E. And I believe the correct pronunciation is Mihu. Okay. I apologize if it's not. So the Mihu are thought to be cursed humans. It's an it's uh, Lenape folklore. And it's very similar to something else we've talked about before. They're cannibalistic. They're giant. They're hairy. Um, and in some cases they're actually called ice giants because they're a lot of times they're seen in the snow when it's cold and and whatnot so one of the cool things about uh the mihu is that they believe one of two things can happen if you treat it kindly and they believe that it's possible it could be turned human again or more commonly believed is that you can actually befriend it Wow, that's cool. Yep. So I'm going to start telling the parallels that I'm finding here and see if uh, I feel like you already know, but the parallels um, to one of my favorite cryptids that I constantly make the parallels to, because y'all know me by this point, that's what I do. Um, so this is Lenape lore, and there is another cryptid who is uh, based in uh, Ojibwe or Cree lore. And uh, it's also a cursed human, and Possibly. you know where I'm going with this? Oh, and it's, uh, let me just guess, Wendigo. <laughs> oh, you're so smart. Yeah, absolutely. But it's so funny because it's, Delaware's not a big state. And they have this deer man, which, I don't know about you, but screamed Wendigo to me is the antlers, the eyes, the burning smell, the, the human it's qualities. Like even though I know deer have antlers, as soon as you said that, I was like, okay, this has when to go. And then as you were going on with the burnt smell and then mm -hmm. 
the torso with the descriptions and stuff i was like that's immediately where my mind went was i was like very cool this is this is reminding me of a, of a wendigo and yep. then you had said and i believe you had said something about an ice giant and i believe i believe it was maine it was something like almost like an ice wendigo or something like that or snow something wendigo. like that yeah it was I, I can't remember the specifics so yeah um, but yeah, it's, I'm looking now. Yeah, I think, it, I think it was Maine. It's my notes are all messy, but, um, so yeah, it's, it's, there's two, two completely different cryptids that are talked about being in Delaware, but they really, I feel like they have to be the same thing. It's, it, there's no way, there's no way that they both sound so much like the Wendigo and it's just not, but I, I think, I mean, probably like people cryptids like like i don't look like you you don't look like me my you know you don't look like like my fiance you don't look like yeah. roy you don't like we don't like we are the same thing but we're we all look different so why i just feel like it has to be attached and when you think about it it's like for the most part when you're hearing about these cryptids it's not like these people are able to super like walk up to something and i mean the old man stood his ground but uh you they're not walking up and examining this thing you know what i mean usually it, it runs off you run with something you know so it stands to reason that that descriptions are different because people you know what i mean uh, depending on um you know how, how long they looked at it where what time of day all that stuff comes into play and um the differences but i agree because yeah it, it they're, they're too similar in my opinion to be two completely different species yeah two uh yeah in maine you were right it was maine it was either the uh it's called a couple different things but it was either the uh the kawakwu or the apotamkin it's means white walker or means wendigo but yeah no that's again it's it, like an ice giant like a yeah thought i remembered that so but yeah everything about it i mean that's yeah i would i would uh, i would 100 percent agree that they're the same thing or somehow very similar related in some way you know what i mean it makes more sense than to me than to be complete two complete just different species i mean and every, the descriptions the smells everything um so yeah sounds very similar to me right. so, that was well, uh i'm glad you saw it because <laughs> i was feeling crazy no no and that was great and uh, that's why i love that we do strange encounters because it doesn't have to be the ufos and uh that you know and that was a lot of fun because uh i had never heard of either of them and uh yeah good choice very good choice Thank very you. so well, did you, uh, anything else on that one or? No, I think that's all I got. All right. Well, I think that's it for us this week, guys. So thanks for watching. Thanks for watching and make sure to, uh, like, and subscribe and make sure to join us next week when we set up camp in California. Can't wait. So happy camping guys. Bye.
As always, our hosts would like to thank you for joining. If you enjoyed the program, please be sure to like, follow, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Find us on Instagram at ScareYourPantsOffPod, no spaces, or on Twitter, ScareYourPantsOffPodcast. Or send us an email with questions, comments, and fan art to ScareYourPantsOff9 at Gmail. See you next time.